Let us pray. Dear God, in whom we live and move and have our being, we got out of bed this morning, drove by many sleeping neighbors, not because we're better, not to earn brownie points with you, but because of our yearning and our need and our hunger to be nourished. That's why we're here today, O God. And so we pray that you would touch us in our yearning, feed us with your word and at your table. We pray this through Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. Amen. A month ago, just before Nancy Martin's memorial service, I got together with her family, around a dozen of us, gathered in a side room at Neffsville Mennonite Church. And one of the things that I wanted to connect with them about, I wanted to communicate to them somehow that I wasn't just a hired hand, but that what I was doing that day was a deep labor of love to Nancy and to God. And so I started by telling them about how my life path had intersected with Nancy's so wonderfully many, many years ago, back when I was a seven-year-old in Jerusalem and Bob and Nancy were young (laughs) mission workers in Nazareth. Remember that, Bob? Vital young people. And then I shared what a joy it was, what a delight to be called to this church and to discover, lo and behold, here are Nancy, here are Bob, in our beloved congregation. And then I felt prompted to share something with them that I had not at all planned. gets a little dangerous when you do that. But I, I shared with the family that in a few minutes... We were going to go into the Nestville Sanctuary and we were going to discover yet again the beauty and the wisdom of Jesus' core curriculum. Jesus, I said, took all of the 613 commandments and distilled them down, 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 down to two great loves. The love of God and the love of our neighbor as ourselves. That's what this life is all about. That's why we're here, folks. And then I said to these family members, at no time do we discover the truth of Jesus' teachings more than at a funeral. 
Because at a funeral, when someone has not, not loved in this way, there ain't a whole lot to talk about. And we've been at some of those funerals. But when somebody has loved in this way, as Nancy most surely did, then there's a whole lot to celebrate. And so I said to them, though we are sad and grieving here today, there's going to be so much to treasure and to thank God for when we walk into that sanctuary. Now what you have to know is that what I shared with Nancy's family was rooted in some very deep personal learning that began for me all the way back in 2000 when I first started being a pastor and started attending every funeral in my church for obvious reasons. (laughs) But God took an occupational hazard and turned it into an opportunity for growth. Because I started to notice that the things that we often chase after in this life, in life, never get mentioned in death. You ever notice that? You know, stuff like professional credentials or degrees. Stuff like the number of hours we worked or the size of our home or bank account. Nobody talks about that. What does get mentioned instead are the three or the two great loves that Jesus talks about in Luke 10 today. Did we love God? And did we love well those around us and ourselves? In short, was love the orientation of our life? Or not. So, dear friends, here this morning, I want to ask all of us is love your orientation? Are you and I living our lives right now oriented toward the love of God, of neighbor, and self? And how might the Holy Spirit be prompting you, even now as I am speaking, to turn and to love in some fuller way? Because the Holy Spirit is always working. And probably, very especially, in some particular situation that you are struggling with right here this morning. What is it? And how is the Spirit guiding you to love? I believe that the very purpose of East Chestnut Street Mennonite Church is to help each of us to grow in our love of God, of neighbor, of self, 
And we have to add another one now. Love of creation. All of us are slowly learning how to love together in this way. In this Jesus way. And that is the central mission of our church. Now notice that I didn't say that the core mission of our church is just to be nice. Sometimes we hear love and it's kind of a squishy word, right? And we think, oh, it just means be nice. No! We are called to love in the very particular way of our Lord Jesus. The pioneer and the perfecter, the perfecter, the perfecter of our faith. That jumped out at me this week. Jesus, this outcast loving, barrier breaking, woman dignifying, child blessing, prayer infused, bird loving, foot washing, table turning, community building, empire resisting, cross bearing, and death overcoming Jesus is what love looks like. Don't mistake the other fool's love instead. And in His love, There is not a shadow of domination, coercion, violence, exclusion, hostility, or hate. Not a shadow. Not a shadow. East Chestnut Street Mennonite Church is our school of love. Where we're slowly, sometimes so very slowly, so imperfectly, learning how to love in this Jesus kind of way. Sometimes three steps forward, sometimes two back. But folks, that's still progress. Amen? And on this All Saints Sunday, every year we get together to contemplate a great mystery. That we're also part of something much, much vaster and bigger than just our church. A communion of saints. Hebrews 12 calls it the great cloud of witnesses. The cloud. It's the community of believers of every age encompassing those who have gone before us, all of us who are with us, and those who are yet to come. Wrap your mind around that one. As we sang today, it's the fellowship of friends on earth and friends above.
And in Revelation 12 or 7 today, we're given this breathtaking glimpse of this reality. In John's vision, people from every tribe, every nation, every language will be gathered around God in worship. We'll be singing our praises to the Lamb, the Christ who resisted evil and overcame sin and death and violence with His brave and vulnerable love and brought us into God's beloved community. Friends, the good news that we glimpse in this passage is that all of our stories are going to find their final end in God. God is our final destination. Love is our last stop. There's a wonderful story from the life of Thomas Merton, and by now you probably know I'm a big fan of this Catholic contemplative and peace activist from the last century, Thomas Merton. If you're really, really old, you remember when his biography came out in the 50s. I don't. I've heard about it. The Seven Story Mountain. Anybody read it? Yeah, it was a New York Times bestseller. There's a wonderful story about when that biography came out and he received his first printed copy. And the thing that delighted him so very much was not reading what he had written, but going to the back and reading through the index. Reading all the names of all the people who had so so deeply shaped and impacted who he was so that he could even write that book. So friends, today, who are the saints in the index of your book of life? Who are they? And a little bit later, when you come forward for communion you'll be invited to light a candle for one of the departed saints here at East Chestnut Street. Maybe a beloved family member or friend whom you're especially missing. Or maybe for that person who helped you to connect with God for the first time or in some fuller way or who helped to heal your image of who God really is. Thank God for those folks. Amen? So today, let us light candles of gratitude. For Barry Friesen.
for Catherine Gaiman. For Rosa Mosier, a great bird lover. So was Barry. For Joanne Cunningham. For Martha Hostler Kreider. And for Nancy Martin. Amen.